We now get comment from one of the political commentators, Tidi Madia. Uh, good evening and welcome. Good evening. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. What are your thoughts about uh, the progress that the president spoke about in terms of dealing with corruption? I actually think overall my take on the speech is that it was an election campaign, was a sell to citizens more than anything else. I'm not satisfied about the lack of detail in moving the needle and dealing particular things. So the problem of corruption seems to be state capture. But that's just one thing, you know. If you recognize that corruption is endemic, it's got to be beyond state capture. You can't say to us, oh, you've dealt with this one thing and that's the answer. Similarly to issues around empowerment, um, issues around education, healthcare, everything is just so broad. To say unemployment um, and life is better than it was 30 years ago, of course it was. That's not what you owe the people in terms of accounting back to the citizens. You are responsible for your term of office. You're responsible for speaking to the plans you made last year uh, and, and the past few months in bringing them to life. And I wasn't satisfied that you went far enough. I do recognize the importance of speaking to um, 30 years of democracy. It is a milestone. But I think that he gave us an umbrella view, almost a lot like what he delivered at the ANC at his January 8. I would have wanted a little bit more as a citizen from a president who understands that this is a moment to give feedback over plans he has made and the progress towards them. How do we keep the president uh, more accountable to the promises that he makes in Sona? We've seen in the past the bullet train, the smart cities, the million jobs in uh, Alexandra. Those type of things haven't materialized. So the promises that we hear, and is there any constructive way in keeping him accountable for that? I think that's when you look at uh, the importance of all the other sectors that support democracy. So your civil society, voices of ordinary people, the fourth estate, the media, it is playing those roles and reminding people of what is actually the facts that help in keeping somebody accountable. But it's also this house, this parliament, that he answers to. The executive lies in his hands and parliament is supposed to keep him accountable. And I think often what we've seen is a parliament falling into party line and failing to place responsibility in that regard. I spoke to the ANC earlier and they're quite defensive obviously, saying that they feel that this parliament has been more robust. But actually, you very much still put party considerations ahead of national interest. But the avenues are there. It is a question of whether we're using them as robustly, as effectively as what we ought to do. Did you miss the presence of the EFF? <laughs> Actually, it is quite refreshing to just get on with the business of the day. I think, yes, the theatrics might make people want to watch Parliament, but that's not what the, the Parliament is for. Um, it is nice to just get on with the business of the day. So um, I don't think so, per se. Will this be the President's last sona? You, what a question. That's a difficult question for me. Um, I know the polls are all predicting the ANC will go definitely under. I'm not sure if I'm exactly on the same page as the polls. I think that there is still room there, at least at national government, for them to still manage to just scrape past that 50 plus one majority. I think for me the question is in particular provinces. So I have question marks about this province, Western Cape, and the DA's hold of it. I think they have, how they've handled the Middle East conflict will definitely cost the DA votes. I'm watching counting. I'm watching KZN. I know that people speak about the MK party, but the MK party I think is not going to damage the ANC as much as people think. It's already showing itself to be damaging to the EFF in areas like Abakulusi where there was a by-election this week. Was there any aspect of the speech this evening that inspired hope in you? Sure. I think that's my answer.
I don't have I don't I don't ever I don't I don't have that. He speaks of the resilience of the people, but I think that we feel depleted. We're tired of being told we're resilient. The South African story is of resilience. We're looking for something slightly different than being constantly reminded and blackmailed about what we're capable of as a people. Thank you very much. We really appreciate your commentary. Yeah.